Broadcasting live from UNLV, KUNV, Las Vegas. We are 91.5 The Rebel, HD2. It's been quite some time. Let's see if I still remember how to do this. Talk to talk, we talk to talk From the shots that's called to the tomahawks To the league boss and the ones who lost Give it to me once, I don't drop the ball To the home runs that was out the park Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come talk to talk, with Chatterbox We got it all We are back We are back It is no longer Monday afternoon, but it is now a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to Talk That Talk. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. These headphones, I don't know exactly what I'm hearing in these. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of feedback. We're going to try to figure this out. We're going to try to fix it up. But welcome to, welcome back to Talk That Talk. Once again, I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. You are listening to Talk That Talk on the Rebel HD2. This is KUNV Las Vegas. We are recording live from the broadcast service of UNLV. We are recording live from the basement of UNLV here in the Greenspun Hall. Um, and yeah, it's, it's so much to talk about, so much to get into. Um, we actually have, uh, who's joining the show, we actually have somebody sitting down right now. But if you guys follow us on social media, once again, let me go ahead and plug those right now. If you guys want to, these headphones are about to come off because I feel like I sound terrible. But anyway, um, where was that? Socials. That's where I was at. Uh, well, it looks like he's all set up now. So let me get that mic cut on. We got Daryl in the building. We got D Hoop in the building. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, it just hit afternoon. Um, so yeah, once again, if you guys want to follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, actually, let me do it. Why do I always do this? I feel like the Twitter is the one that I always forget, but I think it's Talk That Talk LV. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah. So on Twitter, you guys can find this radio show at Talk That Talk LV. And once again, on Instagram, you guys can find this show at Talk That Talk Radio Show. If you guys followed us on there, um, you guys were aware that the show is um, the show was starting back today. Um, 12 o'clock start time. It's going to run the full two hours again until 2 o'clock. Um but yeah, I mean, I feel good. Uh, again, I'm listening to these headphones, so I'm not sure if I sound good. Hopefully by the first break, I can figure it out by now. Um, but yeah, but obviously we always use this first 25 minutes or so. It's kind of like a debriefing period, kind of just a stress reliever. Uh, what was the weekend looking like for you? Yeah, it was a little recuperation weekend, slow motion. Um, watched some football yesterday, did some homework yesterday, did some cleaning yesterday. Um, so now today I get to enjoy my Sunday. See, all important to do, all important to do. Uh, as a matter of fact, especially right now, um, this is probably the time to go ahead and, and this is the time where we would normally plug uh, the OD podcast. And this time will be no different. Uh, we're going to go ahead and plug the OD podcast. If you guys like this first 25 minutes or so, um, as I said before, we just want to give you guys a little glimpse of who we are as people and what we do. Um, I think a lot of people whether it's television, radio, podcasting now, uh, just plenty of different things, music, uh, they feel like 
whatever you constantly talk about or whatever they only see you talking about is what your capacity is. And I think that that's something that a lot of people kind of fall into um, fall into a trap with. But obviously, we're not one trick ponies. We um, we have fun with this radio here, but mm-hmm. it's more of a structured setting. So if you guys want to see what a conversation is like with us, unstructured, unfiltered, uh, very rarely is it edited. Um, yeah, go ahead and tune in to the OD podcast. Once yeah. again, we call it the ODP. Um, but yeah, go ahead and tune in. Um, if you guys want to follow that on socials, it is at ODPcast. Once again, it is at ODPcast. We've had a couple of podcasts that went up that said at the ODPcast. That's not what it is. There is no the. Negative. There is no the. Once again, I'm going to say it for a third time. There is no the. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, it is at ODPcast. Yeah. All right. Solid. I was shocked to find that. The, to see it on the pot? Yeah. yeah, bro. Uh, I was too. But um, it's cool. I mean, it, it's it's a, yeah, it's a step. Um, episode 14 hasn't been recorded yet. Um yeah, this is midterm time. So if you if you didn't feel midterms before, it's definitely going on right now. Um, I'm not really sure when I'm going to feel this effect of midterms kind of being over. But uh, I guess when it's over. But even then, I feel like I feel like it's maybe it's just senior year. This is different. Yeah, maybe it's just senior year because like I don't, every week is like, God. No, it's like every single week matters. <laughs> it's like, yo, relax. <laughs> like, chill out. Like, didn't I work the, the three years leading up to this to chill right. now? <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know. I, apparently, I'm doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> but once again, I'm very, very excited uh, to be back. Very, very excited to be talking to our fans. Um, now, we can, I guess we can talk a little bit about it and figure out what it was. So, um, what it's looking like, or what it was looking like, was... Um, The KUNV wants to do this this station where we're at. The Rebel HD2 wants to be more like the 91.5 station in the sense of literally operating the same way. So that's what they were trying to get everything kind of on the same path of. Um, and it took a while, obviously. But um, it came down to something where it seemed like it was going to be a situation where they said no. I think they said no talk shows at first and because they want to do music. That's like the main mm-hmm. thing that they want to go with. So, um, yeah. So apparently that went. Um, so that's where that's where the conflict was trying to figure out who moves where, what moves, um, figuring out if people were applying. It was just a lot of commotion, a lot of communication or miscommunication at first on our end and or us trying to figure out at least from our perspective what was going on yeah. so um ultimately what it, what it boils down to i can't i guess like i'll skip what happened in the middle and i'll just jump to the end at this point but uh obviously you guys are listening to one portion of it but um talk that talk has now moved to sundays permanently from 12 to 2 at least until further notice unless somebody tells me something different um the OD podcast, we will still bring to you independently whenever we can. However, the the additional part to this, which is something that I wanted to do, um, as a part of moving the show, um, I, I felt like there had to be give and take on both sides. So, um, kind of, yeah. yeah. So, as a portion of it, 
Um, talk that talk will be represented as well during the campus breakdown, um, which takes which takes place from Monday uh, through Friday from six to seven p.m. Uh, hosted by Matthew Rafferty, um, formerly of Rebel Riot. So yeah, so shout out to Matt. And Wednesdays, I'll be joining Matt. Um, and yeah, we'll just, we'll add a little talk that talk flavor in the middle of the campus breakdown. Uh, so that'll be something different. So now That's essentially, solid. Solid. yeah. So now essentially, talk that talk gets moved from Monday, but now we get two days a week essentially. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is what I wanted. I wanted to move to two days a week anyway. And Sunday, you ain't got to compete with uh, people at the jobs. Nah, you, but you know what I do got to compete with during the sun. What? Let's go ahead and just get into it now because I think we're in an awkward predicament right now. And I'm not sure who's listening to us. If you are, you're great and I love you for it. Right. Because now. Because Kansas City's playing right now. (laughs) Not even that, man. (laughs) You know what's crazy about it is I made this. And people think that I get whatever I want because it's my show. (laughs) That's very rarely the case. Far from it. So we we made the post. uh, I think we made the poll on Twitter. Um, everybody pick a show. Everybody pick a show time. 12 mm-hmm. to 2, or excuse me, 10 to 12, 12 to 2, or 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Anybody who knows me should know that I was going for that 8 to 10 p.m. That's what I wanted. Probably. That's the one that I wanted. I don't sleep, so I would rather do that. Everybody voted for this slot. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. But the but I'm, I'm going to tell you the way that I think. I was I was happy with I, with any of them. Yeah, you have to. Go, ahead, man. <laughs> I felt like I I I felt like I was gonna lose anyway. So I tried to give myself like a way out almost. So I was like, I have to find something positive in all three of these. So I'm like, if it's Sunday football season, this is what I have to compete with. What's going on? Ten to twelve, I was like. Okay, so hmm. I was like, actually, that won't even work because ten o'clock the games are starting. Yeah, you can kick off. So that entire show, I was kind of hoping, like, if any of them, I was hoping that ten to twelve didn't get picked. But twelve to two, I was like, I kind of like that slot because I'm getting the I'm getting yeah, but that awake. mix. Yeah. Well, not even not even everybody's awake. I'm getting that right in between. Yeah, the morning games are over. So we can kind of talk about that. Start to transition. And then we can transition into the late games. So when we go yeah. off air at two, it's halftime at a, at a, right at a, the, at a yeah, at right second batch of games. Kick off at one. So beautiful. So two o'clock, two fifteen, two twenty ish. A lot of third quarters are starting. Yeah. So technically, that's when we can release our listeners. Like, go ahead, go back, go back, go go listen now. So we're gonna obviously it's new for us, but we're gonna try to work on over the next couple of weeks getting used to giving you guys game updates. So I got the games up now. But there's a thousand different things I want to talk to because we didn't do a Monday show. So it mm-hmm. feels like we d- haven't talked to you guys for about two weeks. But it's really been really a, a eight week? days. Yeah. I think it's eight days officially or eight or nine, something like that. So um, once again, if you guys are tuning in now, you guys are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2 KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. And to my left, Daryl D. Hoop Harris. Um... What we got? What we got? What we got? You know what we got? You ten minutes? I wanted, to, huh? Go ahead. Oh no, you got something? Oh, I was nah. about to say we got ten minutes, so I was trying to figure out which one could we probably condense the conversation into ten minutes, and I think we could do the the WNBA finals in ten minutes. I think we could do that. 
Ooh, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, so shout out to the Washington Mystic who won game five against the Connecticut Sun, 89-78 on Thursday, yeah. bringing home the first title that's for Coach too, uh, Tebow and the first title for Elena Deladon. Yeah, no, that's two uh, pretty, uh, like, knockdown, dragout, back-to-back uh, finals. Isn't that WBA. three? Yeah, at least. It's at least two. I good. think it's, at least, yeah, year, it's at least two. Last year's I was definitely uh, in tune with. Um, and this year, again, I've been, Adela Don is actually my favorite player in WNBA. Um, can, so can we talk? Ladies and right. Okay. <laughs> Bro, okay. So whenever I tell somebody, go look at the WNBA. And if you want to see the female Durantula, go look at Elena Deladon. Yeah, man. So she, I'm just happy you said that. Because every time I say it, people are like, no, no, Kevin Durant. Do you watch her play? And on top of that, coming back from injury. We thought it was one slip disc in the back. Yeah. It was three? Yeah, no, nah, she, nah, she handled that. She did that. There's a, there's a thousand different things I want to talk about. Let's talk about really quick. After game four, Tasha Cloud <laughs> guaranteeing a win in game five. I'm not going to lie. Now that I coach, and I, and it's my first after my first year, I just coached basketball. I wonder what Coach Tebow told her. I think as a coach, you might you might love that. You may love it inside. On the surface, yeah. you can't do that. What 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 does Bill Belichick always talk about? Bulletin board material, right? Yeah. I promise you, Connecticut talked about it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. The thing is, it's that's the two best words in sports. It's not game seven. It's game five. But it's <laughs> game five, and it's like, hey, if you don't think you're winning this game. You're not about to win it, so but I, it's, I, it's, it's not. A, it's not about. It's, it's not, not about what you, what you really feel. Go ahead, because it's not about what you feel. I feel like it's about what you're making them feel. Mm-hmm. You're looking past them. Yeah. So it's not about motivating yourself or anything else. It's just about you pissing off that other side. Yeah. No, I think a coach should never say anything like that. Just yeah, because for sure. at the end of the day, you're not not even on the field to where you can dictate whether that happens or not, and you're setting your players up for some of that energy that are going to face from the other side because y'all talking this talk. But when it comes from a player, man, it's a little different. Yeah, at and least you got an outcome. Like, hey, you got a chance and a hand in the outcome. As a coach, I'd be like, okay. Now you better go win it for us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let me see it. You better Let go win it, it for us. Okay, so I have a question there. Let's have fun with it. What coaches would say it? A lot of coaches that are looking from the outside looking in. <laughs> Rex Ryan would say it. Rex would have said it indefinitely. <laughs> Rex would have said it. With said Mark it. Sanchez. Uh, that's a fact. Um, oh, good man. gosh, man! I kind of want to have fun with this. Who's the the coach from? Uh, oh, this is about Mike Leach. The coach from? Uh, is it What's Oklahoma it? State or is it Washington State? Um, I think it's Washington State. Cause he yeah, he's been around. Yeah. I think it was both of them. I was actually associating him with the NFL team. Oh, see, look at that. Yeah. Um, we about to get to the bottom of this, and I'm not playing. Um, Hugh Jackson would have said it. <laughs> you know, you know what, man? I feel like we can. I, I want to name a lot of college coaches. I want to name a lot. I'm, I'm thinking about Ed Orgeron, and I'm like, when his back is against the wall, you know, he just kind of spews some stuff sometimes, and you'd be like, but, but anyway, let's get back to this WNBA Finals really quick. We talked about Elena Deladon and the slip disc and her back, um, but you just mentioned it, <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh at this, but you just mentioned it, but I couldn't wrap my head around it. This is at least. The second, I say third, straight WNBA finals where we can look back on it and say bar for bar, game for game, all the way through, start to finish, 
this series is kind of classic. So yeah. if we look at it from that perspective, why don't the people who schedule the games, Siri, why are you talking to me? Um, why don't the people who sponsor the games, or excuse me, not sponsor the games, schedule the games, think of something like that? Because you know for a fact I don't take naps. I, it's just, that's just it's not something I do. I don't know what happened to me Wednesday night because Thursday I got out of class and I was like, I'm trashed right now. Like, I just feel weak. It just is bad. So it's like 4 o'clock. And, excuse me, 3 o'clock. And I'm like, all right. So the Nationals play at 4. At 4.07, I think, was first pitch. And I was like, and then the WNBA Finals game 5 starts at 5. So I was like, am I going to set my alarm for four or five? What am I going to do? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to set my alarm for 630 only because I need it, first of all. And I'm going to try to space it out. I wake up at 616 before my alarm. I'm like, all right, cool. I go to go cut on the WNBA finals. As soon as I cut it on, I get the notification that Brady just moved to second on the all-time passing list. And I said, wait a minute, hold on. So this winner-take-all WNBA final game is taking place during Thursday night football and during postseason baseball? Yuck. So who's really watching this besides me right now? And on top of that, um, push to ESPN2 while the preseason game is on ESPN. And then Zion was playing. (laughs) It was Zion and the Bulls that was playing at the same time. That's sick. That's Who watched Washington win their first that's title? That's sick. I don't I, think anybody watched. No. Because, uh, and I'm like that weirdo that will watch. But. There's a subsect of people that I follow social media who are tapped into the WNBA, and they're saying, you know, are y'all watching this game right now? Right. And even I didn't have a game on. I was had a streaming. Right, uh, but that's what I'm saying. But people, people call me a weirdo because, like I said, I think we've had this conversation before. Because yeah. following the league. Yeah, it's, well, it's a league. What do you want me to do? It's legit, man. And it sucks because I don't see why. The playoffs, the finals, even why we that can't get pitched to an ABC. On a, I don't on, see on why not. Broad, on like a on a don't say a Saturday time, a prime time spot. Okay, I'll say just don't say a Saturday because they play during college football season. Don't say Saturday. The prime time spot. Because you know what, this is this is what I do love, and we're kind of jumping back and forth. But this is what happens when you take us off the air for so long. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I realized from the time that I woke up to the time that I went to sleep. I watch college football. College football season's a bunch of fun. Like it's just it's it's, it's so funny because remember we were t- we were supposed to pie yesterday, and here's what I tell them myself: yeah. I got into a predicament where I got comfortable because I'm already not used to being at home for a full day. So I had a situation where I yeah. got at home for a full day, and the dogs were chill, and I knew I had to leave them all day today. So I was like, Do I want to leave them again tomorrow for work and? leave now for a couple hours to pot so i was in between yeah i'm not gonna lie bro once the game start rolling and you start watching then you kind of realize like i haven't moved for five hours <laughs> like I, I, I i'm not doing anything like why are you i gotta watch this i'm doing something i'm d- d- technically this is for the radio show i'm making excuses in my head i'm like technically i gotta watch florida versus lsu i have to really You're what really happens really? what happens if what happens if so i'm sitting there like all right so I don't know, man. That I really was just wish, me. Man, Florida's starting quarterback. Felipe? Yeah. I really wish they had their boy right now. I'm gonna I sound would be crazy. Rolling with Florida. I would be I would be rooting for him. 
I'd be rooting for him. I'm going to sound crazy. <laughs> and I've said this before. It's not like a Josh Rosen thing where I don't think he's good. Yeah. Felipe Franks is good. I don't know. I just don't know, bro. Something about him bothers me. I feel it. I don't know what it is. I feel it. I, whether or not he's going pro, don't ask me. I don't know if that's his silly. I don't know what it is. But I think he he would get his team some confidence. That's no. That's that's the thing. Like that's that's why. Like I don't even know yeah. what to say because yeah, the team. Because I don't, I don't know also, him to not like the him. Backup is not bad. It, all the three of them not bad. <laughs> all three of them. So <laughs> I'm not kind of having missed the beat, but nah, you wonder what even. they would be. Well, even if they, even with Felipe Franks, you kind of looked at this year or looked at the schedule and you was like that LSU game. Got to win it if you think you're doing something. I mean, yeah, yeah. and, and a, eight, I'm not going to say 80, 70 percent of people was like, you're not going to win it anyway. So um, that's that's one thing. And we'll get to college football in the next block. But wrapping up this segment, um, the scheduling was one thing I wanted to get to. But I got to cop some please mm. from somebody that I mess with heavy in the NBA. I'm talking heavy, and every time I'm, every time I see him, every time I meet him, cool dude, super down to earth. I can see how people have told stories about him rubbing them the wrong way. Me personally, I'm not sure if I care, um, because I, I I know that misunderstood person. But anyway, I'm talking about John Wall, and the okay. reason why I said that is because, in terms of playing, we'll see. But after last summer league, I was like. Portland's backcourt or Washington's backcourt is going to implode soon. And by November, Washington imploded. So I just found extreme joy in watching Bradley Bill and John Wall sit next to each other during that entire WNBA Finals. That's dope. That was sick. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely insane because they're the biggest cheerleaders on the sideline, pumping up the crowd, yelling at refs yeah. like – that it that yeah. type of energy was infectious. So I thought that was dope for them. Um, especially considering so much surrounding them, John's injury and and his contract and then Bill's contract. Even just the knows? story of the, the uh D C sports fan, man. It that is true. Not been a good tale. And who knows? They might spin this, bro. Watch the Nats. I'm watching the Nats now. I mean what I, the Capitals just won last year. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> like so D C may be a city of that's champions soon. So I mean the I'm not saying that other name, but the Washington football team ain't going nowhere. I don't I don't believe. Shout out to not Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Shout out to Haskins. Um, but yeah, man. Once again, this is what happens when you guys take us off the air. We're shooting from the hip. But I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and with my man Daryl D Hoop Harris. And you guys are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 The Rebel HD2 KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. We are recording live from the Greenspun Hall, which is also known as the basement of UNLV. Um, but stay tuned, guys. We got UNLV football with a big, big, I'm not going to say big, enormous, gigantic, gargantuan, huge win against the SEC team. Um, one of the biggest wins in program history, one of the biggest wins for this campus. Um, but, yeah, we got plenty of that, plenty of updates from the NFL. Just stay tuned, guys. Tweet, snap, Facebook, or the gram. Hit us up at the Rebel HD2. Having a place to go after school will make you a better student. Having an outlet to express yourself will make you a better artist. Having something to do together will make you a better family. At The Y, we're helping build better friends, listeners, writers, swimmers, scientists, and musicians one chance at a time. Get the gift of opportunity. 
Support the Y at ymca.net. The Y for a better us. Ninety-one point five, the Rebel HD two. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV's, UNLV's, UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and with Daryl D. Hoop Harris. Yes, I don't know why I want to call you Spencer. Spencer? I have no idea. Is Hoopster? Is, is that? I say I die. What? I do. I'm over here thinking about uh, Jaleel, I die. Um... Bro, why do I want to call you that? <laughs> it beats me. You know what's funny? It's probably somebody that I went to high school with whose name is Daryl Spencer. And he's probably, he hopefully he's listening. He's probably listening like, why are you mentioning my name, bro? I have no idea. But um, <laughs> anyway, that's what happens. But I did want to say that for whatever reason. Um, but welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas. It is Sunday. It is 1225 on the nose. And let's go ahead and give an update around the NFL. Um, <clears throat> so once again, this is something that we're going to try to do for you guys uh, now, considering that the show is permanent on Sundays now. But let's go ahead and talk about it. And I think something that's going to be a fixture of this show now is fantasy i think fantasy is going to be something that i like that uh we obviously are going to talk about because if i'm looking at scores i'm looking at the score of my fantasy team as well if that's the case so let's go ahead and look at these scores right now uh, a couple of games going on around the league first of all if you guys are not already aware thursday night's game um the new york giants fell in foxborough to the new england patriots uh 35 to 14 as the patriots stayed undefeated mm-hmm. moving on to six and zero, and now let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what games are taking place right now um the cleveland browns actually just gave up the lead to the seattle seahawks the seahawks are now up 25 to 20 with under four minutes to go in that third quarter and the third quarter is just getting ready to wrap up in kansas city mm-hmm. as kansas city holds a 24 to 23 lead over the houston texans let's actually pause on this game really quick that's um a, deshaun that like, watson that's an mvp race game right there y- yeah man uh actually let me how about that boat real quick deshaun watson plays for the texans it's very early very early very early to say that no it's fine to say it it's just deshaun watson plays for the texans they're in top spot the division right now they were four and one yeah I mean, it's just, it, especially that division, that AFC South, we already look at that division and say, well, whoever comes out of that division, I mean, you only got to probably win nine, ten games. Oh, every season. So, I mean, most people are kind of looking at it like, what really do we have to worry about? But um, Deshaun Watson is a special talent for sure. Um, I think this game is going to kind of show it. I think this game is going to be that tip be. for tap, that, back, that back and forth. Um, let's talk about Deshaun Watson and him, him dealing with adversity because <laughs> very rarely can you look at the box score and say that a game is um a story is told by the box score by the box score, but Deshaun Watson just got intercepted, by the way. Um but the Texans were down 17 to 3 at the end of the first quarter. And then Deshaun Watson promptly put up 20 points, 20 unanswered points. 24 to 3? Uh, 24 to 23. It was uh oh you told in the first quarter? Yeah. Uh 17 3. Oh, 17 17 3 at the end of the first quarter and then Deshaun Watson put up 20 unanswered points in the second half. I mean, excuse me, in the second quarter. 
to take a 23-17 to 17 lead into halftime. Hmm. I wonder how many people are going to talk about that regardless of the outcome. Um, let's go ahead and move along now. Um, the Washington Redskins. Oh, I just said the name. Good gosh. They're in the lead. Uh, are they? Um, the Washington football team. Hold a 17-3 lead over the Miami Dolphins. This is the reason why I paused. Have the Miami Dolphins scored over six points this year? One second. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't believe the answer to that is yes. And if it is, it can't be over 10. Like, what, what is going on right now? Tanking, man. That is best. Yo, this, is a, this has to be a bad game to be the at. The thing is, that's so... It's so unfortunate because you look at, like, the young <laughs> players on their team, and you just wonder. On which team? Both? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. And you just wonder. It's like, all right, <clears throat> we we were bad be- to acquire this talent. <laughs> are, no, we, no. are we spending, are we doing this talent any good? <laughs> that requires self-reflection. Do you think either one of those teams are going to self-reflect? Not... I, especially that Washington franchise, they're not. No, that's what I was gonna say. Especially. They're definitely not. Especially. So, just to put into perspective, Case Keenum is the game's top performer from the passing game, and he has 129 yards. Moving on, the Philadelphia Eagles um, get it together, Philly. Especially if you can beat my Packers. The f- <laughs> the Vikings hold a 31 to 20 lead over the Eagles in the fourth quarter. Just started. Philly has the ball. Um, get it together, y'all. Why you uh? Why are you talking about the Vikings like that? Their starting quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Hey, Captain Kirk. All right. I'm not calling him that. Well, <laughs> I'm not calling him that. I don't, I don't really care. Hey, what nah. You say. That man will certainly lose you some games. But a lot of them. If you get up in the first three and he ain't got a lead, let's see what he's doing right now. Hey, let, Woo, me, let, let me explain four something to TDs, you. TDs, baby. Let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. I know what to expect from Kirk. As l- and thank you. Not to as long as Kirk Cousins <laughs> is the quarterback for any team in the NFC North, not named the Packers, this man right here is not concerned in the slightest. <laughs> in the slightest. So let's go ahead and continue to move on because I'm not gonna lie. I still feel like they can lose that game. But, <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's cool to see Stephon Diggs seven catches, 167 it's yards, not good three to see. TDs. I am a Packer fan. I want Stephon Diggs and okay. I want Stephon Diggs with okay. the Jets. Okay, that's why. S- send Stephon Diggs to the Jets. You really don't like this team. Why would I? Yeah. <laughs> like they 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 signed Brett Favre. Why would I? But you know how people can like be haters on the team, but you're not even a hater. You don't like this team. I, I hear it. Why would I? So it's, yeah, I hear it. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, until you give me a reason why I should or even why I should try, I'm not doing it. Nah. It's just I just find it one of the more intriguing. I hate that orange C too on them blue helmets. Athletic team to yeah for a long time now. Huh? I hate them as well. Yeah, them them blue things up north that go rawr, them things. I don't, I don't like. Don't care for those either. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, I can't believe you just tried to defend Cap. I almost said it. I almost said that nickname, and I I'm not doing that. <laughs> Um, but let's go ahead and move on to New Orleans. And New Orleans is looking like they're gonna be seven and or excuse Uh-oh. me, almost said seven six and one. one. Six and one. Uh five and one. But they're up seven now. But the reason why I pause is because the uh actually it's a play that's under review right now. But the Jags currently have the ball at their own forty two yard line. But the Jags 
I want to pause on this one too. Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> you know what I thought was funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trade deadline, I believe, is passing this week or so. Uh, I think it's 29, so I think it's two more weeks. Okay. Um, I think it's really funny <laughs> that the owner for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars came out and basically tried to get everybody in the city to kind of relax. And he said he's not trading Jalen, that him and Jalen had a heart-to-heart. The day after, (laughs) the next day, Jalen Ramsey, and if it wasn't the next day, they released it this way for a reason. He went went on an uninterrupted 17 Weeks podcast. Oh. Who's on that? I couldn't even tell you. Let me double check. And explained that he's still experiencing back issues. You know what that remind me of? And you know I'm tr- I'm good for trying to reference something to something else. And I'm going to try to say this without laughing. No, I'm going to try to say this without laughing. It reminds me of <laughs> It reminds me of a person who let's say you got beef with somebody, right? And you go over there and be, let's say, let's say you in a party and you see the person. So rather than deal with tension or awkwardness, I'm going to go address the situation. So you go address it. You realize, okay, cool. We can be in this same setting together. Yeah. Everything's whatever. But then you lead a party and you hear that he was like, oh yeah, me and me and bro, something, 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 we pieced it up. No, 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 no. We said we ain't finna hurt each other in here is what we said. We didn't piece up anything. We're not cool. All I walked over there and said is, can we coexist in this in this in this space together? Yeah? Okay, cool. That's all Jalen Ramsey did. Okay. Yeah, we had a heart to heart. A heart to heart. Heart to heart. I still won't out, bro. My back hurt. My back still hurt. I'm not playing. Or either I'm playing and I'm not practicing. So I just that's the only that thing was, that, that, that I went back to. That was okay. All right. He well, heard what the owner said. It was like Bro, hold on. <laughs> I still want out of here. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but if I'm stuck here. <laughs> my back hurt. Can I just know that? Can I get this straight now? That I'm walking every day and not mind y'all? <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. I can't, I can't get over the fact that. Because <laughs> you know how Jalen Ramsey do a lot of stuff with a straight face. What you think he was doing when he sat there? Okay. What you think he was doing when he sat there and he heard what the owner said? He probably sat there, looked at his TV. Hey, what, what's the meme with the uh the gif with the um? Oh my gosh, bro! I'm looking right at it, but it's the white guy when like I don't know what was said to him, but he kind of like triple like, blinks. Oh, the reaction, <laughs> bro. Excuse me. I bet you Jalen was probably in the kitchen cooking something, heard it, and turned around looked at that TV. Hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're still two and three right now. I want out. Anyway, we got a couple more games to go ahead and recap really quick, but under 10 minutes to play. Um, Cincinnati is looking like they're moving fast towards the 0-6 start. They're down 10 to 20 to Baltimore. 
um, division rival. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson really quick. 20 for 30 passing, 227 yards, mm-hmm. no passing touchdowns, but he does have a rushing touchdown in addition to 133 rushing yards on 13 carries. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Andrews for six catches and 99 yards, fantasy points. Um, I got Lamar, man. You know, no, no, we, no, we rocking, man. Uh, and it's, uh, man. Anybody want Jerry Goff? I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to do it on the, on the pod. I mean, I'm going to do it on the radio show. Anybody want Jerry Goff? Anybody in the Free Smoke, Free Smoke, ESPN, Fantasy League, <laughs> anybody want Jerry Goff? Because you can have him. I have Brady. I have Rodgers. I drafted Jerry Goff to trade him, I and have, nobody's biting. I have no need. I have no need. <laughs> Nobody wants him. And I'm like, why? We might get into golf later, man. I hope the Rams play good today. Um, this is another test game. Every single week is a test game for them. Um, why is that, though? Let's talk about it. It's just weird. Wait, hold on. Before you get to that, let me let me try to segue properly. Um, the uh, one of the morning games are already concluded today. The Carolina Panthers, thirty-seven to twenty-six over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Kyle Allen continuing to that's cr- dominate. Crazy. Um, unfortunately, it's looking yeah, like it's Kyle Allen might have just won that starting job, only because I don't think it has too much to do with the fans. I don't think lost. it has too much to do with the coach. I don't think it even has too much to do with the record. I'm gonna be honest. He could have probably lost two of these games and still would be the starting uh, quarterback. I think it all comes down to North Turner. I think North Turner really likes him. Probably so. And if your offensive coordinator likes him, he can, and he can use him a lot better. And the reason why I say that is because Carolina be forced into a situation where if North say, I want Kyle Allen to start, and they start Cam, and North say, I'm leaving, then where are you at anyway? Yeah. So you kind of have no choice. Even if you think Cam is better, you Just have no choice to but to. What you're. Already established offensive coordinator. Unless wants. you want to scrape it now, that means Ron Rivera would have to go. That means you would have to do a lot of other things, or you would have to try to preserve whatever you have with Kyle Allen and get rid of Cam. Um, somebody would trade for him, but that's neither here nor there. What if Cam went to the Raiders? It's not like Derek Carr is playing bad. I'm all for player mobility. I'm just saying. Jameis threw five interceptions. That's what we're about to get to next because that same Jameis Winston put up 55 on the Rams. So back to your point, what's up? Because they're losing today. So the Rams are losing today. The Rams are starting to feel like a real L.A. team. Losing? I don't get it. They're starting to feel like a real L.A. team. I don't get it. Where you're in the limelight. They become, I feel, one of the NFL's elite Teams. For sure. Um, and as far as week to week, what's going on with the Rams? Um, when three years ago, it wasn't the case. Um, and they've got a star-studded roster. Definitely. A star-studded roster. So why are they three and two? And, <clears throat> I, bro, the defense isn't that. I'm not going to blame it on anybody. Or any, it starts to start there. But they don't know who they are. Because the last two years, they've been kind of great. Did they know who they were last year? I think they don't know who they are right now. Did they know who they were last year? They knew last year they were better than whoever they were playing against. They had, they had that confidence last year. So they still didn't have an identity last year? I'm just and asking they, a question. I don't know if I have rode, a preset I feel like they, they rode Gurley's identity of this is our best weapon. This is our best player. Um, so that goes back to my along question. Along with him, we can get the job done. So that goes back to my question in about... What's your identity? Because yeah. your identity can't be think, playing through. Like the, I'm gonna go to basketball, my favorite sport. The Milwaukee Bucks identity can't be played through Giannis. 
No. It could be feed the big. Well, it could be let the big run the offense. It could be something like that, but it can't be. It can be Giannis centric, but it can't be Giannis focused. Does it make sense? It can. It can showcase Giannis because of your offense to let the big dominate the ball, but it can't be your offense is dominating the ball because of Ben because of uh, Giannis. You would have to run that same offense if you had a Ben Simmons, if you had a Boogie Cousins when healthy, if you had a Joel Embiid, things of that nature. Marcus saw when he was healthy, yeah. um, things like that. So the reason why I say that is because I've always thought that the Rams painted themselves as. They painted themselves as this team who, since you mentioned Gurley, bigger than Gurley, there was a team who, I love the way Max always puts it, uh, he says that the, his favorite thing from Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin's um, opening press conference when he was hired as the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He went up there and said, Pittsburgh Steelers football, run the ball, stop the run. Identity. Yeah, pretty much it. Won, won a couple championships. I've told you before. You've said, you've, no, you said something about golf that I do not remember. But Max Kellerman said something similar to it. He said he thinks Great. Jared Goff is a souped up Matt Ryan. No, he's not. No, he's not. I've seen Matt Ryan go bonkers with the right offensive coordinator, with the right scheme. Matt Ryan is better than a lot of these quarterbacks. He's just in a terrible situation. Jared Goff is not that. Jared Goff needs to be put, and it's going to sound disrespectful, but as I said before, he needs to be put more in the position of a Joe Flacco. He needs to be put more in the position of an Alex Smith. Don't lose me the football game. That's what he was last year. Don't lose me the game. But the reason why I say that is because you look at the Rams and you look at what they have in terms of the running game. It's not just Todd Gurley. Two years or was it last year? They were doing it with C.J. Anderson. Yeah. This year they're doing it with uh, with Malcolm with Malcolm uh, Brown, and they have Daryl Henderson. Or is it Daryl Henderson? So the running game ain't isn't successful right now, though. I I wonder why. Don't say that. It comes back to golf. Because I, I'm so, not saying it comes back to golf. I'm saying it goes you know, back to getting why. away from their identity. Yeah. Which I'm pointing to coaching then. No, also, so what do you think about Todd Gurley right now? I feel like he's hurt. I feel like he's not healthy. Yeah. The same way that everybody said Cam needs a full year of health. Yeah. Gurley needs a full year of health. Um, yeah, because certainly I don't believe he's past his point of no return to where it's no. like these, he ain't the same. Like no. no, I don't believe that's going on. Anybody if who says anything, that is crazy. If anything, I believe that there's a little bit of deeper um strategy being implied. I know by the mean. Rams, and I, I think they mean. might just be lying in wait for that, a little while. This is my whole thing. That's though. a dangerous game to play. It's it, a dangerous game to play depending on who that's you are. Become actually very competitive. That's why it's a dangerous game to play. Last year, you should have played this game. Now, some will last say that year, they some, the wheels fall off. Some will say that that's why they, it took last year for them to understand how to go about it, and that's why they're changing their approach this year. But I'm not quite sure, man, because when you look at Gurley's numbers, or not even Gurley's numbers, when you look at um, the team's rushing numbers, it's just lower than what it has been in previous years. So when I look at that offense, I'm looking at a team who, similar to Seattle, how when um, Stephen A. Smith says it all the time, that he's ready for somebody from that Legion of Boom team, from somebody from that Seattle defense to come out and say they threw the football because they wanted 
um, they wanted uh, Russell Wilson to be the hero. I think somewhere down the line, they want Jared Goff to be better than what he is because they took him number one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I still think Goff's ceiling is high. Um, it I think could be. I, think I don't high. think it's as high as Matt Ryan, which is um, still saying a lot. But if you look at the team right now, so I, I like those numbers, man. Um, rookie I'm looking year, at them too. Rookie year wasn't good. Um, second that's year, Jeff Fisher. Give yeah, him some. Yeah, that's all, Jeff Fisher. all the way, definitely. And that's when we knew the narrative was that nobody liked him as rookie year. And then well, second I mean, year, I didn't. I didn't. They were like, okay, well, let's, let's see. I didn't like him let's coming see. out of college. Yeah. And it's not like yeah. I didn't like him. In, that's, that's what I mean. And it sounds like I don't like. Co- it sounds like I don't like it college. Was, it was, he was oh. unproven. He was unproven. Him and Wentz. I looked at both. Wentz had talent, but I looked at both of them and was like, I don't know. I would have took Zeke number one overall. Honestly. So I was kind of looking at those yeah. people, and I was like, or what was the first defensive lineman? I was like, yeah. take take him. Yeah. But whatever. But yeah. next year, 2017, 38,000 yards, 3,800 yards, 28 TDs, 7 picks, 100 passer rating. 2018, 800 more passing yards, 46, 40, almost 4,700 yards, 32 TDs, 12 interceptions, mm-hmm. 101 passer rating. Mm-hmm. So... That was a season high of seven interceptions, and then season finished season with twelve interceptions. Right. Right yeah. now he has seven TD seven picks. So there's an issue right now. Right, there's and we're an gonna right actually now. get to it when we get right back. But we're gonna pick back up with, um, from the Rams. But you guys are listening to Talk That Talk on ninety one point five, the Rebel HD two KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNOV. Hey there. What's up, bro? Hello. Aloha. Hey y'all. Hey. Hola. Hi. It takes a lot of voices to create the sound of us. The Y welcomes all of them with open arms. From career readiness to safe spaces, the Y is there, no matter who we are. Now, more than ever, they need your support. Support your local Y today. The Y, for a better us. Read by members of the Y. 91.5 The Rebel HD2. More than half a million Americans care for older parents or loved ones to help them live independently in their own homes. While this is a labor of love, it is also a huge responsibility. But now there's a new law in Nevada called the CARE Act that will make life a little easier for them. The law requires hospitals to record the name of the person's designated family caregiver upon admission and keep that caregiver informed of their loved one's discharge plans. It also helps ensure that family caregivers have the instructions they need to safely care for their loved ones when they come home from the hospital. AARP fought for the CARE Act, as supporting family caregivers is a top priority for all of us. To learn more about the new law and download a free wallet card about the CARE Act, visit aarp.org forward slash nv. This message is sponsored by AARP Nevada and aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and with my man, Daryl D. Hooper Harris. Wasn't going to say Spencer that time. You guys are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2, KUNV, Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. Recording live from the basement of UNLV, and we're getting right back into this Jared Goff conversation. And we're going to, don't think we're getting away from this uh, UNLV conversation either. But, <clears throat> um, Jared Goff, when we were at break, you said that you loved how Jared Goff was... Our, our our point of reference a lot for quarterbacks and i laughed and i agreed but the other thing that i told you was him and matthew stafford and 
I think it's funny because for me, I think Jared Goff has been slightly overrated. And I feel like Matthew Stafford has been severely underrated. And what I mean by that is take it for take it for exactly what it is and swap teams. I think the Rams get significantly better and I think the Lions get worse. Well, yeah, you put a playoff winning quarterback in there, a season quarterback in there. Yeah, no, he probably he probably uh, runs that ship much better than golf. He's also a conf- more confident thrower. That's that's what I'm pointing to. I, it has nothing to do with because Jared Goff has been to a, a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford hasn't. Yeah. So you could argue Matthew Stafford doesn't have yeah, the playoff yeah. success that Jared Goff has. Here's the issue. I think the wide receivers will feel better about Matthew Stafford under center than Jared Goff. I bet you the play callers will feel better about Matthew Stafford under center than Jared Goff. I th- okay, okay, okay. Here's here's the thing. I think it says something that when Goff is the full-time quarterback, heads and shoulders above the rest of the team or above the rest of the receiving core, Cooper Cup is it's a safety valve. The like, yeah, it's his go-to easily and has the best. You would look at the numbers and say, oh, wow, why is he so much better than these guys? But then you look at Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Tyler um, Tyler Higby. You look at Gerald Everett. Everett's nice. And you kind of sit there and be like, and, like, and then you got three running backs deep? It says something. It says on, something man. there. It says on, something man. there. Come on, man. Hey, I'm I, I got to give him some time, though. I think he will. He's, he's going to get his time. Currently with the offense, it's just the part that I still like. I feel like that I trust. Not that I – and I know majority you of the league – You trust McVay. Yeah, like most people, trust me. They that is what's doing it right now. And 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 I'm not gonna try to sound like I'm hating on him, but the same way that we give, <laughs> the same way that we give Jared Goff a pass for year one, we can't give him all that credit for year two. I don't think he got that much. I know he, he got a lot of credit for year two. I mean, granted, yeah. he got a lot of credit. McVay got more, but he still got a lot of the credit. But at the end of the day, the reason why I'm not giving him that credit because year two and year three, not even that. What was Chip Kelly's numbers his first year? Impressive. He had Philly looking crazy. Yeah. Where is Chip Kelly now? They sent that boy to San Francisco. <laughs> and then they said, you know what? You can't stay here, bro. <laughs> they was even like, hey, you know what? Actually, I'm going to head out. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. To be quite honest with you, I just look at golf and I just, I don't see. Top I, five. No, ever, ever. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that to him. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, as, I'm not, as position, I'm not I'm, like currently is what I mean. Not for yeah, sure. Not. Yeah, I yeah. could think of. Yeah. Nah. Absolutely not. I could definitely think of five, maybe seven quarterbacks before I would probably say golf. Maybe eight. Hell, I mean hell, because I'm. T- keep in mind, I'm looking at Atlanta. I don't care if they're winning four. I'm questioning with maybe maybe you might have to make a coaching change with Dan Quinn, but I'm looking at that team. I'm still taking Matt Ryan in most cases. Right now, I'll take off. Dog, again, have the play callers calling plays for the Rams, call plays for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan doesn't look like no, Matt I believe, Ryan. Like I, I believe what you're saying. I just, I'm just saying <laughs> as a GM now, I'm just taking the younger guy. I'm going to take the younger guy. Are you going to? I'm, take, I'm taking the much younger guy. Here we go. <laughs> with a little bit of legs. So you're, so, so, <laughs> with so you subscribe, so you subscribe to the New York Giants way of thinking? You trying to plan for the future? Yo, Richard when contract. is that future? He got paid too soon. When is that he future? He got paid too soon. Golf? He got paid for sure. too soon. For sure. 
Maybe that's the way. Maybe I'll that's take the reason Dak Prescott maybe over Jared Goff. Uh, what do you mean maybe? It's a maybe because 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 I do not trust Dak Prescott week in and week out throwing the ball. I have. A I would love to. I love. I trust him more leading my team. The same way that I tell. I go confidently, but I wouldn't expect a three hundred yard performance two out of three weeks. From from Prescott, I, so what? And he can still, still throw two seventeen, and, 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 and you'll still yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dak has a Dak has a little bit of Deshaun Watson in him. He knows how to win, bro. Yeah. Like so, I he's not one of those people that I'm looking at who's gonna give who's gonna give those numbers. And I know people are gonna say my calling card to sports analysis is always gonna be Russell Wilson. I don't really care. That's something that I really hit a nail on the head, and I'm gonna forever bring it up. Russell Wilson was that way. Russell Wilson, when he got comfortable in the league, year three, year four, that's when you started seeing those 400-yard games, those constant 300-yard games. Russell Wilson was one that will guarantee you by 248 every game. Yeah. 240. If you get to pass 250, you'd be like, oh, hmm, you got a 70-yarder in there somewhere, huh? So you look at certain situations, you look at certain quarterbacks, and they can kind of dink and dunk. To your point, I think you could put golf in the Cowboys situation, and they're a similar team. The only reason why I say that is because the same thing that I tell my dad when I'm joking with him with the Cowboys, if I play the Cowboys, I don't care. I'm letting it be known from the very first quarter. Dak, you're going to have to beat us over the top. Zeke isn't beating us. Yeah. I don't care. If you throw for 400 and five touchdowns, you deserve it. I don't think you're going to do it. With Jared Goff, it's even worse. I would definitely look at Jared Goff and be like, you're definitely going to have to beat me. Not letting Gurley do it. I'm not letting this defensive line do it. I'm going to try to chip and pick apart your defense to keep them tired, keep them on the field. But and when it comes to your offense, desperate offense, that ball is going to be in your hands. I'm keeping a spy on Gurley. So ain't going to be no screens. Ain't going to be no tosses out of the backfield. Ain't going to be no halfback wheels. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I just look at Jared Goff, and I look at, and the reason why I say that is because I think with a person like a Matt Ryan, with a person like a Matthew Stafford, um, and I'm trying to stay away from the bigger names, but a person like a Matt Ryan and a Matthew Stafford, you put them with with the Rams, I don't think you're challenging defenses to be like, oh, Matthew, come beat me. Either one of them, Ryan or Stafford, because they will. So I don't know, man. I think Matt Ryan's a sitting duck in this league right now. But yeah. A sitting duck meaning he may not be in Atlanta. Just in terms of like, we might have, we might have. Uh, I don't want to write anybody off because I. Oh, he's about he might have missed his opportunity. I mean, he's just more, more, more or less done. Is what I'm saying. More no, or more or less done. Oh my gosh, that could I think be he's got further from the he's truth. Got I think. Season still to start. I just now, I'm not looking for Matt. Even better. Were you looking for Joe Flacco when he won the Super Bowl? Yeah, because they were still, I mean, not looking for him, but that was still a quarterback that is definitely of the upper third in the league. And so is Matt Ryan. But upper like, third not, is 11. <laughs> but top 10. Like, Flacco then. Upper was third top, is 11. He can sit at 11 and not be Flacco top 10. Was then, Flacco was there then, too, though. It's like, top okay, 10? We don't think Flacco's suspect. Kaepernick was a better quarterback than him. Kaepernick won that quarterback battle in that. When you look at the game going in, you looked at that and you said who had the advantage in terms of quarterback. You looked. Most people would say you looked yeah. at I'll talent. Take I'll take Cap. every everybody I'll take would say Cap. Cap. Yeah, the only the reason why people took Flacco at the time is because they said his defense is better, so he's going to be asked to do less. So yeah. all he's going to have to do is just five yards here, eight yeah. yards he's here. He's not mistake prone. Now he is. Yeah, he's not the same guy he was. Uh-uh. No, that's somebody who's cooked. That's the definition of somebody who is 
cooked, finished, yeah, forking them. I won't, done. Do, I won't do Matt the same way I do Joe Flacco right now. <laughs> They're not in the same pot. They're not in the same skillet. And <laughs> the only reason why I'm I'm responding to Joe Flacco like that is because I actually like Flacco, but he did his stuff. Yeah, I like. I, I think he's ready to retire too, though. I don't know him, so I shouldn't say I like him, but. The brashness of I don't get paid to train the next guy did it with the way that you're looking. That might be the way that you earn your check. Yeah, <laughs> evaluate your status, please. So, yeah, just relax. Um, I just, I don't know, man. That was really weird to me. It's just like, <laughs> what? I don't get paid to. You lucky they paying you at all? Um, anyway. Um, did we finish? Uh, we we I think we finished it. We the, yeah, we waiting for games to still finish up. If any games we just went final, I will let you guys know. Uh, let me scroll through, scroll through. Which one is the lead? Yep, the Saints. The Saints have improved to five and one. They escaped with a thirteen to six win in Jacksonville over the Jaguars. Uh, the Bengals have the ball with under three minutes to go, and they still trail twenty three to ten. I'm waiting for AJ Green to get back because I drafted him early, and I personally did not care. I was like, he's worth it. And then I didn't expect him to not play until like week ten, but like week six, week seven, week eight, maybe. Hmm. But not this. Cleveland just took the lead over Seattle. You know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I think I'm actually about to cut on my red zone. <laughs> To say I can't hold you. It's yeah, too good. I'm not even gonna Four. lie. It's getting too. It's getting too good out there. Uh, Deshaun and uh, Pat going down to the fourth seven point game right now. Houston's in the lead. Yes, Houston took the lead. Otherwise, um, none of the Tyron Matthew game. <laughs> you know what? Tyron Matthew doesn't get enough uh, love still. But um, the Honey Badger, uh, we pay attention to you out there. Um, we real try, quick, we try man. to get you that highest man. <laughs> when's it? When, when's the next time we gonna see a defense player win the Heisman? We sh- over the last five years, bro. The last maybe six years, there's probably been two that could have got it. Ed Oliver could have got it this year. I don't think people have talk about it enough. But have you paid attention to what Chase Young is doing over at Ohio State? Yeah, Ohio State overall is bro, just freaking cooking. I, I think Jalen Hurts is going to win it because you give it to the best collegiate athlete. I don't think anybody's going to argue Jalen Hurts. Only other person that I would actually make an argument for. Oh, actually, it depends damn. on how second half season goes. It's like two. Sale is you. I was about to say Joe Burrow. It. Joe they Burrow. They they got Alabama. So that would know. be like a. You know what? Nah, he did. Get run it. Run into that man, <laughs> Justin Fields. But facts, he wants it. I'm I looking think. at Justin Fields at Ohio State, and I'm like, uh, I'm looking at that. Is, I'm looking I think at Hurts will be a front runner. I think he'll be a finalist because For I think sure. OU gases out a little bit. I don't know. They've already ran through. Te- they ran through Texas now. They um. Their schedule, the OU Baylor game. <laughs> Boy, if you think I'm not gonna come here ready to talk about that one after it, as I wear my Baylor hoodie, <laughs> six and zero currently. Um, um, their schedule actually might be they might be cake. Looking forward, that might be their toughest that, challenge left. I'm gonna be completely honest. If if Ohio State loses, or excuse me, if Oklahoma loses a game, I think Justin Fields wins the Heisman. If they don't, I think. I think it's Jalen Hurts, and I think it's not even close. Because now that I'm seeing, yeah, it's, they're really on pace to 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 be ten and one. I tweeted it in um in the moment that it, or I think but today do you I tweeted think it. They really run back to back to back Oklahoma like that. It's about what the it's about what they say on the field. Like I say all the time, um, every Heisman winner has like a Heisman play that, like, I would love to go back 
to every Heisman winner for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And actually more than that, because I want to go back to kind of to Vince Young. So let's say for the last 20 years, and we're getting old. Uh, let's say for the last 20 years, and um, okay. <laughs> and we look at the best play 